Show is almost done before we've started. All right. Good night, everybody. Uh, that is that is that is music to your ears, Adam, isn't it? Yep. Sure is. Okay. okay. This is like the worst start in league history. Six thirty-two no, is where we failed to we've start. Done, we've done worse. We've done worse. I promise you. That's your motivation. Hey, thanks, Newt Rockney. Nah, we've done worse. <laughs> it's great. There you have it, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. We've done worse. Hello and welcome to episode 632 of the Two Hosers Photo Show. My name is Alan in Tübingen, Germany. With me as always is Adam in Vancouver, British Columbia. Vancouver. What's going on in Vancouver, Adam? Uh, same old, same old. Yeah, it's uh, February, so there's that. Yeah. Well, shortest month. We've said it before. It'll be over before you know it. That's the good news. Yeah, waiting for beautiful sunshine in March. March is just a mere few weeks away, right? Like two weeks. Yeah. Two and a bit. Two and yeah, a tiny bit. Yeah, two and bit. a bit. By the time you hear this, it's two and a day. Okay. All right, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for March. Me too. Me too. We're actually, I just, I just saw the weather forecast here. Good news. We're going to get like 14 degrees and sunny uh, this week. So that's kind of early March for us. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, so I anticipate getting outside with the baseball team, my team and my son's team, getting outside, maybe doing some some throwing, get the, the arms loose. Um, going to schedule some exhibition games in March, like you said, because March over here, typically glorious, glorious weather. We'll get out there, have some ex- some preseason games, maybe a little tournament, a couple tournaments possibly. Uh, and then the season opens in April, and that's when it snows. Right. Yeah. Seems to make sense. Yeah. Yep. Always. Every every year. I have video of of it snowing heavily on April the thirtieth one year. That w- in all fairness, that was my fault because I planted grass seed on April the 29th. So the skies opened up and went, Yeah, what are you come on, what are you doing? There you go. Got it. So yeah. there you go. That that's that's so that's what I, I, I hear what you're saying about March. Like like once you get through because March daylight savings happens. You know, it's, we're out, we're out of the, the winter doldrums. So just, it's right there. It's just out of reach. Just, just barely. Yeah. Hang on though. We'll get there. So there's that Patreon, Adam, if you want to, uh, not you, obviously, but if you're listening to this and want to say, and say to yourself, Hey, how can I help these guys keep up the weather talk? Mm -hmm. Well, you go to twohosers.com, find the Patreon link, go there and pledge a couple of bucks a month, and it helps pay for all the stuff involved in the podcasting. There you go. So much, much appreciated to those who are patrons, Patreons. I don't know how, I don't know how that works. There's an extra E in there, I think. Much appreciated, and uh, the end. I, I don't know why I said and, because it was just the end after that. All right. Hey, I had a... Um, before we get into the show, I had I had a little phone call with um, with uh, a hoser contributor, monthly challenge contributor, one time guest of the show, Roger Dolman. Yes, you know the name, yeah, yeah. 
had a little phone call with him yesterday. Uh, okay. I think yesterday or Friday. I forget what day it was. And uh, he had something to announce. So I'm going to play that call right now, Adam. Are you ready? I'm ready. One, two, three, go. Let's get, let's get it going since you're on the road. Yeah, I'm on my way back to Florida again. On your way back to Florida. I was just there two weeks ago for the Rolex 24-hour race. Right, and how was that? It was outstanding. We uh, worked very hard for 24 hours, probably took 3,000 pictures of about which I'll keep, you know, 150. How many cars, hard car pictures do you need? Yeah, 150 is the exact answer. What, uh, but you, what, what have you got to tell us, Roger? What, what's the big announcement? Well, the big announcement is um, earlier in January, we finished a purchase of a travel agency, a luxury small group travels. We never take more than 10 to 12 people, always have guides, always try to stay at nice places. And in December, we're going to do a trip to southern Germany with uh, a special guest, Alan Attridge will be with us the entire time, and we will uh, go through the tour with two photographers who can help you out along the way. We have two free optional um, photography sessions, one at the beginning to help you learn what you want to do if you have questions, and one at the end to help you call and do post-processing. What skill level are we talking about for photographers? Oh, any skill level is appropriate. Many people just use their phones. Phones today, as you know, are perfectly capable of good photography, all the way up to top-of-the-line cameras or very experienced photographers. Southern Germany is full of uh, scenic places. We have um, part of the trip is that we will be in tour bus a uh, small tour bus since there will only be uh, 10 to 12 of us, and we can stop anywhere along the way. We own the vehicle. That sounds fantastic. Now, what are the dates on this? The dates are 2 to 9 December. The actual date is 1 to 10, but 1 and 10 being fly days for those uh, trying to get from other places into Germany. Now, you're going to hit all the, the, the Christmas markets Christ Kindle Markets auf Deutsch? We're going to hit two of the more famous ones. Um, Nuremberg, which is the Chris Kindle Mart, like October is the uh, fest, Oktoberfest. And then we're going to hit in Augsburg, which is uh, over 2,000 years old. And the Chris Kindle Mart there, I think, started in the 1400s. And I think you've accidentally, I don't know if you did this on purpose, but you've accidentally wedged in the tubing in Christmas Market as well. Yes, we've got, we're going to pick you up, and we're going to fly into Stuttgart, pick you up in Stubingen, and go off on our trip, and we're going to end with a day in Tübingen, mm-hmm. since, we'll have a, since we'll have a local guide there. Absolutely. That, that's, that's a plan. It's a great town. It's a great town to end on, especially it's, it's, um, it's a lot smaller than, than the other places that uh, you're taking people, but uh, definitely a very cool, besides the fact that I live here, it was cool before I got here. But uh, and that that last weekend is the the very small Christmas market here uh, in in Tubingen. Uh, Roger, I'm looking forward to this. What kind of response have you gotten so far? Well, we have um, one set of hosers who have stated their interest, and we have sent them a contract. 
and I'm looking for a whole hoser group. Um, obviously, you don't have to be a hoser to go, but it would be fun to get as many in the community as we can together at the same time. That I, I, I concur. Uh, unfortunately, Adam will not be able to make this timing-wise. Adam really wanted to come. Uh, that would have been fantastic. Uh, just that time of year, impossible for him to get over here. Um, but, you know, the best hoser will be there, of course. Oh, that's, that's right. <laughs> that's, no, I mean, I mean, this sounds very exciting. I'll actually, it'll be some places that I haven't been to as well. I've been to some of the places, but, but you've got a pretty great tour uh, lined up. And uh, you can see all, you know, all the, the, the really cool spots here in Germany. Um, and it will be a fantastic time. So looking for, even though it's a year away, we have the whole summer to go through. Uh, I would book now if, if, I, if I was smart uh, to make sure I get a, a spot on that. Yeah, when we, we find where you have to plan a year out to lock in all of the uh, places that we want to go. We have, um, like I said, it includes all the guides. We're going to have lunch in the Bratwurst House in uh, Nuremberg. That's included. The classes are included. The rides are included. All the fees to get into the locations are included. Okay. And where can people go to find that, that link? They can go to Biotrek. Uh, BiotrekTravelAdventures.com, I think, is the actual one. Now, I'm on the road, and, and we're just redoing the uh, website, so I'm not positive that's perfect. But if you look up Biotrek Travel, you, we're the only one that comes up. And, I, and they can follow you on Instagram as well, right? I hope they do. I'll fo- I follow back all the hosts, even the ones that don't follow me back. But specifically Biotrek. I think I, think I just followed Biotrek on, on Instagram. Yes, Biotrek, the previous owner, did not do a lot of stuff there. Uh-huh. But we now, own, we now own that social media site, and we're going to start ramping it up. Roger, thanks very much. I'll let you get back to uh, driving to Florida. Yeah, I'm on the road in... Uh, We'll be there sometime later this afternoon. All right. Well, thanks for checking in and uh, urge everyone to go at least check out the, the Instagram uh, page, the, the homepage, and join us in Germany. And we're back. Wow. What a phone call. No, it was not. That was, that was if you listen to the whole thing, which I edited that, you listen to none of that, I know. But the listener. Yeah, yeah zero. Zero yeah, percent. That was me editing that to make it somewhat palatable and it's 100% my fault it's probably actually 100% the worst interview I've ever done <laughs> okay all right like, I, I will I will that's, attribute... that's a pretty that's a pretty high bar you've done some bad interviewing yeah 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 but this was the worst <laughs> Okay. This was this was the gold medal of of the worst. I broke okay. the the I like the the suck knob was turned up to eleven. <laughs> okay. And uh, Fubar, by the way, check that movie out if you haven't seen it. The uh, so like I was actually surprised with the timing. I I, I now I obviously I give five percent of the blame to Roger because I I did call him while he was driving on one of the interstate highways to Florida. And that was our conversation. Okay. And so Not he the was the interview spot. Yeah. Well, he did fine. Uh, but, you know, there was a certain delay and all that, but I cut that part out. So I edited his awkwardness out. Not even his awkwardness, just the technology of phoning from Germany to Florida. Um, 
I was not prepared for the timing. I, I shot him a message saying, hey, how about we do an interview later? And he's like, hey, let's do it right now. And I was like, good, I have no questions prepared. And uh, so I was just uh, a big dummy on that. Okay. All right. We all understand you sucked, but you don't need to yep. explain your suckiness. We just, we understand yeah. you suck. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's right there in the name. So point being, <laughs> the, the deal is, if it wasn't clear in the in the interview, which it might have been, it might have snuck in by accident. I don't know. Point is, uh, Roger bought. So Roger was here in tubing in. Uh, I'm gonna say December. When did I see? Do you remember when I saw Roger? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was on, it was on your your calendar, if I remember yeah. correctly. December. Uh, you saw him in December. Or was it January? Maybe November. No, it was. No, it, wasn't it, was it was when I got back from Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. It was December, December the sixth. That's when it was. So, so Roger was here, and uh, he talked to me. He said, "Hey, listen, he's, he was doing a, some sort of a, a travel tour, a test tour. He, he's buying. He was at the time he was buying. He's now bought a uh, adventure travel company and doing travels, tours all over the world. Some pretty amazing stuff." Like Galapagos Islands was thrown in there. There were some polar bears involved in a different tour. And next year, the beginning of December, he's putting together a tour of southern Germany, all the cool spots you want to hit, all the Christmas markets, the cool towns. He's putting that together, and he's hired me to come and be part of it, to be okay. tour guide, photo uh, guru, eye candy, probably. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just the usual stuff like that. So I'm going to be part of it. We're going to do incorporate some photography work into it. Uh, Adam, you were invited. It just I it was just not possible that time like that very poor timing um, for you uh, mm-hmm. with, with school and your wife's schedule and all that stuff. So um, just so everybody knows, Adam was invited. I think he invited you because he you he knew you wouldn't come, which is a hot move. Yeah, that's that's the best move. Yeah. Yeah, so you'll probably just send a gift still. That's how that works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like a toaster. I could be, you could use a toaster. So, okay. Anyways, there's that. So go check out – I should have asked Roger this when I had him on, on, on the show, but I fumbled that one. The uh, Check it out. I'll put a link to his website, specifically this tour, uh, in the show notes. Go and check it out. Follow him on Instagram. I don't know what it is. Eco, Eco Tours something. You can find it on his website. And uh, check that out. And hey, hopefully see you in December here in southern Germany. All right. Uh, I went to a basketball game today. We talked off the air about that. That was a th- that was kind of fun. I went to a professional basketball game here in Tübingen. And? They won. Tübingen won. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about you, but... Oh, and you actually like basketball, don't you? Yeah, I like. I don't. I could care. Like, not that I don't like it. I just don't care. I, I, I don't get it. I am not good at basketball whatsoever. Like, there's no part of it where you're like, oh, yeah, well, he's good at that part, but the rest not good. No, I'm good at zero. It's like, I'm, it's like me interviewing Roger Dahlman. It's just, it's just a c- catastrophe. <laughs> so I don't much care for it. Um, but my son wanted to go with his buddy and his and his buddy's dad where they were going. So I said, "Yeah, let's go." And and I have to admit, it's exciting. It's exciting to be there and they get everybody amped up, and uh, they play some tubing and tigers. So go- Google them if you want. 
Okay, okay. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. Okay. You're not going to Google anything. No. Uh, yeah. yeah. Couple, a couple, couple, of, couple of imports uh, from from America on e- on either team. A couple guys who can who, who've obviously played somewhere before. Uh, a couple guys who can dunk. Uh, yeah. So it's pretty 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 good times. My son had a great had a great time. Oh, and a new video will be coming out. Uh, on Holtzfelder Woodworking, either tonight, tomorrow, probably tomorrow at the latest, I would say. So if you, spoiler alert, if you want to learn how to make fake beams to put LED lights, recessed lights in your ceiling, I know a guy. Okay. All right. I think the world is waiting for that one. They are checking, waiting, waiting to check that out. So that's what's going on here. Uh, reminder, monthly challenge for this month is Shallow Doff. Depth of field. I should have spelled that right out. I, I wrote D-O-F uh, for short. And now we're now this is where we're at. So shallow depth of field. Okay. That comes comes to you from Frank Pang. That's the the challenger. Panger. Still waiting. Yeah. The Panger. Still waiting to hear from CBC Analog on what the March challenge is going to be. Uh, uh, but meanwhile, put your shallow depth of field challenge photos up on Instagram. Hashtag two hosers monthly challenge. Hashtag hey hosers. Even better, do both of those things and tag us at two hosers, and we'll be sure to see that. Um, maybe the challenge for the, for March should be like unidentified flying balloons over North America. Okay, that seems great. Do you not follow the news? They're no. shooting balloons down every like every day. Okay. Are you not? St- Paying attention? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, it's going to work out good for Nana and her 99 Luff balloons, I'm guessing. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, okay. Perhaps you want to regale us with something interesting? I finished my video, my hockey uh, story video. and Oh, you did? I just... Yeah, I got the last couple of pickup shots, as you call them in the industry. And uh, yeah, put sure. it all together. And now I'm I'm ahead of the game. I think we have a couple more playoff games left and then a tournament uh, upcoming and that's it. But I'm all, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm not going to camera, uh, I'm not going to pack my camera for the tournament, not going to take any more photos, video, anything. So I'm done. I'm just going to enjoy watching the rest. But uh, yeah, for the year-end party, the 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 slideshows slash video is in the bag or in the can sorry nice and how long how long, what's the runtime on that uh runtime is nine i think nine minutes and a little change nine fifteen nice. or something yeah so I, I wanted my goal was under 10 minutes but yep. over seven <laughs> it was sort of well you did it hold yeah, on hold people, on hold on hold on hold on yep you did it yeah i'm i'm in that window i always find that you know two full songs is kind of what i'm interested in and this the, yes. i play the the music over the video clips and so i'm going from video clips to photo back and forth and then a little little i like to do a little coach speech uh at the end but of course the coach uh at his actual speech is is dubbed with like a, a coach from a movie that people would usually recognize coach carter so, uh i've done a lot of them this this year was uh was the matthew mcconaughey um from we are marshall right i never you know saw that, that one? one yeah i know okay. it he, i the the it's kind of like a short one which is what i wanted because i'd already had enough time so i was looking for 
kind of one that was a minute or less. And it was perfect. It was, I edited it for a minute where, uh, he talks about, you know, your heart, like the other team is bigger, stronger, faster, and on paper, just better, but right. it's your heart, right? It's all about your heart. And Valentine's day coming up like the day. After, so it's like, perfect tomorrow. bit, but yeah. the, the part I enjoy most is I try to not make the video, um, serious. So the, the, the speech is always like the undertones of the speech is kind of serious, but I'm cutting to video bits of the kids in the dressing room, just like, you know, weird reactions to things and stuff like uh, totally out of context, but stuff that will make them laugh because it doesn't right. suit the, uh, the context of, of what is being said by the coach. So, um, a little bit of, of coach talking, a little bit of silliness and, uh, and then, yeah, just, just kind of wrap it up with some, some thank yous. I had the, the kids do a cheer for the team manager in the, in the dressing room at the end, which I thought was a good way to kind of close it out because she puts in a lot of work and does a lot of organizing and a lot of time behind the scenes. So I thought mm -hmm. it was great that we, we were able to kind of put something together um, to sort of recognize that. Now, did you shoot this all in like HD or did you go 4K? No HD, not 4K, not doing yeah, it. Too, too big, 4K. the files, yeah. way, way too big. And we're going to show it on a HD projector in a gymnasium on a huge screen. And so... Um, the projector I'm going to show it on is only going to be HD. So not, not no point in shooting this no. 4k and, and the file sizes would be just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. They are, they are punishing. Um, now what about what frame rate did you use for, for the bulk of the shooting? Uh, I think 60 frames a second is what I used. So okay. sort of like that middle range, mostly because I thought it would be smoother for the hockey sequences. And if I, put anything in slow motion then i had that option with the with the six right yeah. well sort of it depends it depends because it depends on your playback um that's i i it, it does a pretty good job of shooting 60 and then editing in 24 for it depends on the program you use so I, I typically shoot things at 24 frames a second 23 976 to be exact um, and then edit in a 24 frames per second, 23976 976 uh, time, timeline. But I will shoot some stuff at 60, some, some at 120, which means that you can slow it down to one-fifth or 20%, and it will play back very smooth. And with 60 frames, if you want to slow it down, like if you have, if you set your time, you're not doing this now. I meant for next year, Adam. I should have had this sure. conversation with you like a month ago. But... Um, if you're to use it as a 24 frames per second uh, timeline, the 60, it would conform down to 24, from 60 down to 24. It still look good. It still looks smooth. But if you do want to slow it down, now you can slow it down to 40%, which is like two and a half times slower, and it will look like real slow motion without sure. that, that sort of step, step look to it. Spoiler alert, there is only one clip that I, it was like a two and a half second clip that I used for slow mm. motion and it was not off of my camera anyways. It was off of one of the other dads that sent me the clip. So, um, right. yeah, didn't, didn't matter. The video from years past, cause we watched some of the ones from a couple of years ago, um, done on my, my previous, uh, camera, the 60, um, mm -hmm. yeah, pre pretty amazing how good this video looks like this, out yep. of this new camera. So it is. It is ridiculously good and the autofocus is amazing. And so like, yeah, it's just, it's just easy. It's a little bit, um, 
like very, very little editing required. I basically just just pull it straight from right Lightroom and drop it into iMovie. I don't even touch the video. And then I just basically right. trim the clips and that's all I've done. So um, it does a pretty good job auto white balancing and it does a really good job with exposure. Um, and I usually just kind of give it a little bit of a bump um, as far as the exposure compensation goes. And because uh, of the ice and anything right. in the rink, it's a little better to be a tiny bit brighter than to be too dark. So yeah, that's it. And uh, the project is in the can and I'm very happy with the result. And how's iMovie? I haven't opened up iMovie in like 15 years. So is it very, still a... very simple? Like, and Good. for doing the simple slideshow messed with um, simple video clips and easy transitions. Like I can't, I, I can't say enough good things about the simplicity and for what I'm trying to do with this. And I don't need it to be any fancier than that. People just want to mm -hmm. ooh and awe at the, at the, the shots of their kids. Right. So I just, I just right. need simple. I just simple dissolve transitions, hard cuts for the movie part. So that's, that's, I don't need any transitions. And then, for the slideshow, it's just simple cross dissolves and titles, and that's it. That's typically, but like well, again, I haven't opened it in a long, long time. But back then, it was the same kind of thing. Like I was amazed at how uh, full function it is while being simple. And and the goal, if if you're good at this, it, which it sounds like you've done, a, you've done a, a great job. The goal is not to have all the parents come up to you after and say, "Wow, you really know how to run an editing program, man." Like it's, it's the idea, ideally you'll just be invisible and it'll be all about them seeing their kids doing fun stuff and like set to cool music that's mixed the right, you know, the, the right levels. That's, that's what you end up want, want, want to do. Not like, oh man, this program's got the best star wipes, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't use any of the fancy wipes and this year for the music selection, I went with, uh. What did I choose? I went with um, Van Halen for the opening uh, right now. Mm -hmm. right? And then I went for um, The Nights by Avicii. Is that how you say it? Avicii, Avicii, yes. whatever it is. Yes. Um, but yeah, I went with The Nights. So uh, yeah, they, the, the lead up with the little kind of video uh, interlude kind of right now has a nice one minute i roughly a minute kind of lead in before the lyrics start that is just such a good hype kind of kids getting ready getting ready for the game coming into the rank warm up all that stuff is perfect amount before the the lyrics kick in and then i can mm -hmm. switch over to a slideshow and then i kind of have a couple of photos of each kid mixed with a video clip of of them you know scoring or doing doing something cool in a gameplay and then I have kind of a collection of photos of like celebrations after goals. So like when, you know, they're, they're dogpiling each other or they're in the big group hug, high-fiving. That's the best thing about, mm -hmm. I find hockey is that you know exactly where the celebrations are going to occur, right? They're, they occur right. right around the goal. So if you position yourself at the end of your team's offense, like, so the offensive zone, then you know, if they score two or three times that period, you're going to be close to the action as far as the celebrations are concerned, right? So mm -hmm. I have lots of good celebration um, shots and then right into kind of like the, the, uh, the coach, uh, the coach and the last, the final words from our, our fearless leader kind of thing. Nice. And then a bunch yeah. of clips of the, the hazing gone wrong. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, those are the outtakes. Those are in the, yeah, the very, very last 25 seconds is just terrible <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. Good times. All right. Yeah. I look forward to seeing that. You're probably not going to share that, but uh, on, on yeah, online. Yeah, I don't but... know, but I, I'm not online, um, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm sure I can, uh, uh, I can give you a private viewing. Oh yeah. Velvet rope, man. That's me. I get all yeah. access. All access pass. <laughs> all right. Hey, did you shoot anything interesting? this week uh, only the photo challenge that's it i just took the f- camera out this morning and was like oh no uh something yeah. interesting that's that's not that's not easy <laughs> it's not been easy for the past four years no that's that's yeah. i found the same uh yeah i i i it, it, again this goes towards the february chatter that you said i i i find myself not shooting that much interesting i look back at, at february's past um, in my photo albums and I'm like, I shot a lot more back then, but that's when my kids were, you know, three years old running around in the snow and now they just pretend like they don't know who I am. So right. it's, it's obviously changed a lot, but I don't shoot nearly as many photos in February. Uh, so I shot, I shot a white background. I had a white background up for something and then I made my son stand in front of it. Cause I was like, we haven't done this in a little while. My daughter, we did before a couple of weeks ago. My son, I was like, you're going to stand there. And uh, nothing, pretty basic, nothing nothing to write home about with uh, with that. But okay. but it happened. It did happen. Yeah, I see it. Let's get with that. Let's get into the photo challenge, which was, hey, something interesting. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, for two. Here, my, uh, my, my, mine was I dropped a whole bunch of things into a bowl of water trying to do splash photography uh-huh. and realize and realized like, man, this is not easy to make this interesting. No. You know, like how do you make, how do you like, I know I see people do it. And then I was like rifling through my cupboards in the fridge going, well, well, what do I drop? Like I've, I, I had this set up, I had the bowl, a couple of flashes, camera set up like in a spot where I thought, okay, I've got the light and I, you know, now it's just, what do I drop and where do I want the, the, the image to take place? Do I want it just as it enters the water? Do I want it frozen? Do I want it blurred? Like, what do I do here? And so I must've taken 50 shots, dropping 50 different things into the water and uh, just going like, this isn't, this isn't a thing. I, I dropped (laughs) strawberries and I dropped, (laughs) What else did I drop? I dropped uh, orange slices. I was going for a citrus thing okay. and they were all just terrible and garbage. And so um, I ended up going with, so I, I did a black backdrop and a clear glass bowl, just thinking, all right, the light's going to hit the bowl. It's going to you know, give you some depth and you're going to see the object through because of the background and uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up going with jujubes i guess they are and uh gumdrops i don't know what like which one they are if the is sugar on gumdrops and these are jujubes i don't know i think it's anyways, all sugar man uh yeah it's it's a sugar sugar thing um anyways i dropped three different colors because i'm like i tried one and i'm like yeah that's that's not enough and and then i dropped three so a uh, red yellow and orange gumdrop and then um, I'm like, okay, I guess that's interesting. And the end. So, yeah. um, I, I do like the splash. I like the water. I wish it was, I wish I had a better idea, but, um, I wasted way too much time on not being good this week. Yeah, no, I, you're not wrong. Uh, this, but who, 
Like, where is your phone right now? <laughs> is it is it next uh, to you? Uh, yes. Like, I'm just saying, like, if right now, if the phone rings and it's like, hey, it's Starburst, we need you to shoot our next ad, don't be surprised. <laughs> I don't okay. want you to miss that call because you're All out right. here beating yourself up over these masterpieces. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I say this, I say this on, on two levels. One... Can't can't suggest any changes that I would have made to make this good, so <laughs> you know, no, no, no. I like like you're you're basically recreating my best version of this as well. So we're tied for for being a loser. And then yeah. um, the second part of it is, it's not like my challenge photo is interesting nor good this this week either. That's the okay. kicker. Right. Let's talk yeah. about yours. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the horizontal, the uh, landscape uh, one, just because my son is four percent less mopey in that one than the other one. Okay, all right. What? 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 What is he doing? <laughs> he's like contemplating my, the universe. He's wishing his dad wasn't me. I think because. I, oh man! So this was—I took this last night. We, I, the weather has turned. We've, we've had crappy weather for quite some time, so we, now we've got some nice clear weather. And I thought, oh man, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go grab my son just around sunset, and we're going to go out and get a cool sky picture of him on his bike, like I have shot this in in the past with a cool image of him with a cool sky and uh, whatever. But I typically do that in like June or July when it's nice out. Yeah. So it was wicked cold, first of all. Like it was really, my hands were freezing and I was carrying the light stand, which is metal, uh, walking with it. And I was like, oh my God, like I am miserable here. I'm trying to carry the light stand up under my armpit because it's basically frostbiting to my hand. And so there's that, there's that angle of, of why this is bad. And then uh, typically I don't, I don't really shoot magic hour in February. So I really kind of got caught by the rapidly changing light and like how, how quick, not only how quickly it gets dark, but how early, like I, I thought I had a little more time. So it was going to be kind of a cool sky. And then, uh, it just got too dark too quick, which is not great balance here. Um, mm-hmm. And then I was trying to get like a really, I wanted a, like a really cool looking dramatic sky, but the way we, where we were locate like located, the positioning just wouldn't work. So like because in behind where where the sky would be, it was just trees and whatnot, and so I couldn't get the sky. So I kind of had to shoot towards the setting sun, which which is in the back there, which you can sort of see the the yellow glow, which I I killed in post by the way. But you can see the kind of yellow glow in behind. So why is it hitting him in the face? <laughs> like this is not motive. This is this like this this doesn't exist. This is on that. What's that in Star Wars where they have the two suns? Maybe this would be a thing. Maybe right. like one was setting and then one was rising on the other horizon, and then you're like, oh yeah, that's what this is. So I, I lit this with the flash with the with the three quarter CTO. Specifically a three-quarter because I couldn't find my full, and I was running out the door. And so I'm trying to recreate that kind of setting sun, which 
I didn't. Like, are you confused? Did you think, oh, wow, Allen snapped a really candid shot in the setting sun? Uh, no, I was not confused. No, you weren't confused, right? Also, no. a part of it is like, so it, it, your eye is not fooled because there's, there's because of the two the two different angles, which is stupid. Um, and on top of that, in order to make the sky dark, I had to kill the exposure too much, and then the the the, the flash was just too hot. So the balance between the flash and the background is just lousy. In in the mopey uh, uh, portrait orientation shot it's a the lighting's a little bit better in my opinion because it's a little bit darker yeah. on him yeah uh but he's also like in some sort of a uh mopey what do you call those bands i can't think of it goth something band <laughs> i don't know like he, he's trying not to be in, in like a the cure cover band or something and so anyways uh that's where i landed with this now the sky itself, I had to uh, make it blue because it was it was super orange. No matter what I did with the color with the color balance, it was so orange I couldn't even I couldn't even blueify it up in the camera and have the CTO still be orange on his face. Right. So I did the old mask trick, which actually you can see under his left armpit. There, you can see the proper color of the sky because uh, evidently. The Lightroom mask didn't select that part of the background, right? So there, and then under his right wrist, uh, next to his bike, that's where the that's the proper color of the sky. Um, and so I, I selected it in in Lightroom, and then cranked the blue right down while keeping the him still orange. And uh, there you go. <laughs> Which one do you want a, a tin a, a metal print of? Uh, I'll take both. Side by side. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. Probably do it. I'll probably get them blown up big. You can put them out front of the house so everyone knows. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 There's that. But I, I thought, and while I was at it, I was like, you know what I got to do? I, I got to make this interesting. I got to just quickly do a very, very fast uh, subject selection in Photoshop and take the shot of him from the white background and just composite him into the same shot. And, uh, <laughs> and because, and here's what's interesting. This took me about eight seconds to do. So uh, I, I think if I was really going to do something like this, I would clean up under his right elbow a little bit on the, uh, like the whatever orange sweatshirt that he has there. Yeah. And then, and then the, the little bead around his hair, I would probably clean that up too. Uh, which, which, by the way, is getting so easy and fast if you know what you're doing, which I barely do, that uh, it's just uh, that's what makes it interesting. So there you go. I'll get I'll get this one. I'll save the other two. I'll get this one printed on on metal, and you can put okay. it out out in your car. Just drive it like a billboard <laughs> on the top of your car. Okay. All right. And then and then and then maybe maybe my son can learn how to be cool instead of almost crying. Right. Yeah. Should we have, should we have a, maybe next challenge should be whose son is less into getting their picture taken. Oh, yeah. No, mine's pretty high up there. Yeah. It's going to be a race to the bottom. All right. <laughs> Unrelated, I did watch, we did watch the Top Gun Maverick together last night, me and him, and he loved okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good fun. 
yeah, he enjoyed. My it was fun to watch with my wife because she always wants to know like the backstory and hey, what, what's that? What's that guy's deal? What's going on there? I'm like, hey, sweetie, it's going to be cool music and and really fast airplanes. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what 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 Hangman's dad did for a living. It, like we're okay. <laughs> he goes really fast and and shoots at at unnamed bad guys. Right. Yeah. When? Like when's Top Gun when when's Top Gun three coming out? That's the, the real question. Right. Right after Mission Impossible Eight is when that be. <laughs> so there's that. Which look awesome. All right. Okay. That's the uh the challenge for this week. Uh a couple of failures. That was that's that's what's interesting. Yeah, it happens. Topic this week. Hey, I spoke to uh friend of the show, friend of ours, Don Komorechka who uh, we haven't talked to in quite some time. He he hit he moved to Bulgaria. Have we talked to him since he's been in Bulgaria? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. And so uh, I, 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 we spoke to him. He's been, he started up his show again. He was on hiatus for a year and a bit with the move. And so I, I was on his show last week. You, sh- you should go back and listen. I even re- my, my, my pick of the week is the Canon R6 that, that you love so much. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, for all the reasons that you pointed out as well. So I talked to him and then I said, hey, Don, why don't you come on the, the show? Tell us, a, give us a little update on what you're up to and want to hear a little bit about his uh, online workshops he's got coming up for macro photography that uh, is full. I think he mentions it in the, in the episode. It is full, but there's a wait list, which is almost full uh, for a second workshop. So if anybody wants to get in on that, shoot him an email, get on that wait list and be part of that. But without further ado, here is Doncom. Yes. So I'm asking you, we're in, we're in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we we're, we're, we're through it. You're back, Don. It's how long has it I been am. since you've been on the hosers? I don't know. Um, you'd have a better idea. Uh, you can search through your database, but it has been many months, if not a year. Are you gonna make me search while we're here on the air? Can you can you bebop and scat and, and and entertain people while I find that? So no, it turns out you can't. And you froze there, Alan. Perfect time. Uh-oh. Oh, you're back. Okay. You're back. Yeah, okay. I'm back. Uh, is it possible that it was March the second, twenty twenty? That's what. I uh, that that is a possibility. Um, so that, but that seems like a really long time ago. That's two years. Anyhow. That- Okay, I, I'm I'm back, but also um, Photo Geek Weekly is back. Uh, my podcast had been on hiatus for I'm going to say exactly a year, okay. almost to the day, and uh, you know all all the issues with the war in Ukraine, which is very close to us, and uh, still settling into our new home. There were just so many distractions in life. Dealing with uh, post communist bureaucracies is something that I'm still having to do right now. Call it TCBs. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, I just don't have a Bulgarian driver's license yet. I'm, I won't regale you with the reasons why, but things are complicated, but life is now back to normal. And so too is the podcasting world, Photo Geek Weekly. Alan, you were on my last episode. Thank you so much for being on that show. So everybody I, go check that out. My pleasure. I actually pre-promoted it last week in anticipation of being on the show. That's the level wow. of excitement. Yeah, and then and then you bombed it. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, you know, and then it, I, it, I got cut. Cutting room floor. Mm, <laughs> boo. Uh, uh, so what have you been up to? So I, we have we have not spoken. I mean, we've spoken offline, but uh, the listeners have not 
heard from you since you moved to Bulgaria on our show anyways. Um, Yeah, so uh, I've been, I mean, we built a beautiful uh, outdoor kitchen with a wood-fired oven, and I've been learning to cook in the traditional ways, and it's been fantastic, enjoyable. Um, We we live in a, a small village just outside of Varna. And a village of maybe 150 people or so. Uh, so it's quaint and quiet, but we're 20, 25 minutes away from the big city and all the conveniences and what have you. So it's a really nice compromise where we are. Uh, and uh, just been getting back to nature. Shot a public domain series in support of Ukraine this past year. Got some really fun documentary film projects on the go. Oh, big news, Alan. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my images uh, is on or is going to be very soon it's been announced uh on a u.s postage stamp i i think i saw something online i was going to ask you about that so i'm glad you brought it up what, what does that entail like is it which first of all which image is it so it is a photograph of a madagascan sunset moth wing very Obviously. high magnification no, we knew that part <laughs> high magnification of uh of a small section a very colorful section of that moth wing uh on a fairly extreme angle with a 20 times microscope objective. And these scales of the wing, they kind of cascade towards the camera, almost like colorful uh, tapestry or like a waterfall or what have you. Uh, and that angle is a difficult one to get because it requires an extreme amount of focus stacking. I think I was mm-hmm. just shy of a thousand frames used in that one. And um, and it stood out. So uh, I'm I'm honored, especially because I'm, I'm not American. Uh, to have my image on an American postage stamp is uh, is pretty darn cool. How does that come about? Do they find you? Do you seek them? They found me. I don't think you can cold call for something like that. I'm going to try now. Uh, Please. I've been trying to get my snowflakes on Canadian postage stamps for years. Uh, At first, I got a response saying that there was mild interest, and now um, it's just crickets. Okay. Maybe you should shoot crickets. That's... (laughs) <laughs> hey, but I, I do have, I've got coins from the Royal Canadian Mint, okay? So it would make uh-huh. sense that I would, you know, be able to transfer some of that uh, notoriety to the postage stamps in Canada. But I guess I'm more famous elsewhere. It could be. Actually, Adam uh, Schwartz, you know, from the show here. That one. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a, his selfie is on uh, Bitcoin. So congratulations to him. Yeah, it's a good looking shot. Good looking Good looking. So, yeah, when when does that come out? When do we look for that? Do you have any idea? The date of issuance is not uh, known to me yet. Um, it's part of a series called Life Magnified, and I'm assuming the whole series is going to come out at the same time. And because it's a lot of natural stuff in that series, my guess is sometime during the warmer months of the year. Uh, but that's just a guess. I have no idea. Okay, and, and what's the, the denomination on that? Uh, just regular postage. Um the forever denomination for what a postage stamp is worth in the United States. I don't know if Canada has done that yet. And the postage rates for letter mail uh, has been unified rather than increasing the cost by a cent every year and then having to print one cent stamps in order to cover the difference, which costs more than they're worth. They've Uh all just gone and and kind of give it a, a flat value. All right. Had I known it would be such a boring answer, I wouldn't have asked, but I was hoping you were going to say 10 cent stamp, the 10 cent. No, it's it's more than that. Because I, I as we learned, bad, but as we learned from Francis McDormand in Fargo, everybody needs the ten cent stamp when the postage goes up. So Normie Normie uh, Gunderson did quite well. So just saying, 
All right, that's and right. your follow up was equally boring. So no way, maybe... everyone loves everyone loves Fargo. <laughs> Norm... Maybe we move on, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, that was that was fun. So 2022 was a pretty cool year, and I got another. I can't say it, um, but there is going to be uh, at some point this year uh, another big announcement that I'm pretty happy about. Wonderful, like in that vein, or something that you are going to be doing. I really can't uh, uh, specify at, the, oh. at this stage in the game, so uh, I'm going to have to leave that a complete mystery. Oh, wow. Well, we're on the edge of our seats. We really are, actually. Right. That sound, my tone, my tone belied <laughs> the, the true meaning of that. So, uh, meanwhile, you're, you're continuing down, uh, continue to do a lot of macro photography, and from what I understand, you're about to offer, is this your first online workshop or is this the first one in bulgaria yeah i've, I've done it before you know during the pandemic it was a, a way to replace the in-person ones um, okay. but now it's pretty hard for people to get out here to bulgaria for a macro photography workshop so mm -hmm. uh this will be the first one uh that is run uh virtually uh limited to uh, 14 people and in fact uh i'll tell you it's sold out but uh, why would I promote it if it sold out? The waiting list grew so large for it that now everybody on the waiting list uh, is given a chance at a second session that's coming up in April and May. And that will likely fill out too. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm uh, humbled by the demand uh, for it. And I'm looking forward to it. it. It's always fun. It's four sessions, two hours each. Um, at the end of the first one, uh, at the end of every one, you basically get an assignment. And then we do a critique of that at the beginning of the next class. Uh, so you can, you know, the good, bad, the ugly, how you can improve different ideas to apply. And I participate in that as well. Uh, we cover everything from the technical challenges and the equipment to the creative stuff. Uh, you know, what type of minimalist gear you need to do really cool, fun things and uh, be very inventive with the, uh, the craft and uh, try to think outside the box and and learn the rule book of macro photography uh, so that once you've learned it, you can kind of throw it away and, and beat to your own drum. So it, it's fun. Uh, I've done it before, but uh, this is this is the first time I'll be doing it so far away from many of the people participating. What are the challenges of doing this online versus in person? Uh, uh, stable internet connection. <laughs> okay. But, you know, I, I out here in in the rural areas, I have to rely on a Starlink connection, uh, which so far has held up pretty well. But we'll see. In terms of uh, if I were to be doing like a water droplet workshop in person, somebody's really frustrating. They can't get what they're after, and I just turn their flashlight, you know, ten degrees and move it an inch off to the side, and it solves their problem perfectly. So mm -hmm. being there in person is really helpful for me to solve those uh, issues with a level of immediacy that you know you don't have when you're doing it online but i can do live demos i can easily plug my camera uh, through hdmi into the computer and people can see the live view of what the camera's seeing and they can see me working with the subject and i can illustrate how the problems will arise that they're likely to encounter and then they go off and try it themselves and it's never going to be perfect it's always just a stepping stone towards what will be uh you know the great shot uh, when you put in the hours of practice and experimenting but uh, yeah, the, the live demos, I think, really help it, uh, which, you know, it's not a perfect replacement to looking over somebody's shoulder when they're doing it themselves, but it's pretty mm -hmm. close. Well, there's an added benefit of 
I mean, if you actually physically do something for someone, they're likely to, they'll, they'll probably remember it or appreciate it. But if you are, if they are forced to sort of take your knowledge and, and apply it themselves, uh, I find personally, there tends to be a much greater retention down the road. This is true. Um, and you know, I, I really encourage people to not share in these critiques, like their very best work. Um, share the image that you think you can learn the most from because there's just something in it that you didn't figure out properly that you might need some help with and, and to learn from. And we're all in it together. Uh, again, it's a smaller group. I limit uh, the numbers to 14 uh, per session, any bigger than that. And nobody gets the attention that they, uh, that they need for it. Uh, and I feel like there's so many elements that are literally under your kitchen sink, in your backyard, that make outstanding photographic subjects. And so the, the goal is to just learn to explore that and, and see what you have right at home that can make magic. And how is the interaction amongst participants when, it, when it's virtual? That's pretty cool. I mean, we do an intro session. Everybody kind of gives an elevator pitch as to why they're there and, and what their love of photography is, et cetera. Uh, maybe a few mentions of gear so that I can make some notes to recommend certain things for people to try with what they've got. And then it's the, the, the critique. I encourage people to you know, voice their opinion, say something about other people's images, uh, and ask questions intermittently. Interrupt me uh, and ask a question to me, ask a question to somebody else. So there's kind of a round table type of feel to it without it being disorganized. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's good to be there live, but it's also recorded. So if you miss a session, then uh, you can pick that up and that stays online in perpetuity uh, only to the participants. And where do people go to find uh, this link? You would go to Princeton Photo Workshop. Uh, I've been working with the Princeton Photo Workshop people for years, almost a decade now, maybe not quite. Uh, and they do a great job at promoting and organizing and sorting through, uh, all the logistics of workshop organization, both in person and, and virtual. And they've got a, a good, uh, a good lineup of both in person and virtual workshops besides me. Uh, you'll have to, you'll, you'll find my course. It's right there, uh, on the courses page. Uh, but I'll, I'm sure there'll be a link in the show notes to it specifically. Uh, and it'll say sold out, but click on the wait list button and, uh, uh, Barbara and Alan at uh, at Princeton Photo Workshop. They'll they'll sort you all out. Well, my main issue is I I really don't have the equipment for um, shooting macro stuff. Where what, what would how would I go about acquiring that? Uh, I mean, it depends on what your budget is. I, I recommend in terms of if you wanted to do it properly without spending a whole lot, uh, the Liowa lenses from Venus Optics. They're manual, uh, so manual aperture, manual focus, but you're probably going to be using that manually anyhow for most macro work. And they'll get from infinity focus, most of them anyhow, all the way to one-to-one -one, and then further to two-to-one magnification. So they get twice as close as the average macro lens does. More of them are starting to increase their range as well, but uh, you'd be looking at a couple of hundred dollars for some of these lenses. They're not terribly expensive. Uh, they've got an 85... Uh, f5.6 and a 90 millimeter f2.8 in the uh, full frame mirrorless uh, department. They've got a 50 millimeter for uh, micro four thirds, a 65 for APS-C cameras. Uh, so, and then they're all really, really well built. If you didn't want to buy a lens specifically, there's close-up filters that you can use. Um, Raynox has the, uh, the 150 and the 250, which can clip on the front of any regular lens and uh, basically give you a nice achromatic uh, magnifying ability. 
And there's extension tubes that can go between the lens and the camera body. Uh, and there's there's a lot. You could put a lens on backwards. You could put uh, a macro lens on the camera and put a, a wide angle or a kit lens in front of that lens mounted backwards, a uh, technique called uh, macro lens coupling. There's a lot of ways you can do this. I've even like bought old uh, bellows. I've got a set of Canon Auto Bellows FD uh, from, I think, the late 1970s. And I'll take uh, an antique projector lens and just shove it in the front of that because it's a triplet. And so you can get some really cool soap bubble bokeh from that as a, just a, a nice sort of novelty aesthetic trick. You don't want to use it all the time, but uh, it, it can be kind of fun. And I just gaffer tape that thing in place. And uh, the bill of parts for that is probably less than $100. And now right. I've got this uh, funky, ethereal type of macro gear from old parts that nobody was going to use. So, yeah, there, there's lots of ways. Yeah, but I want to, I also want, I mean, I want to mount this on my tripod. I want to mount lights. I want to be able to hold things. How do I go about that part of it? So lighting and, uh, and controlling of, uh, of your subject matter. This is critical because with macro photography, you don't, I mean, you can just walk into the field, find the perfect subject, snap it and say, hooray. But so much of it is calculated, controlled, and thereby it becomes more of your creation, which I love. Uh, and I've worked with the, uh, the folks at Platypod to put together um, a sort of a starter bundle kit that has a bunch of flexible gooseneck arms, to uh, loom cubes, which are great little waterproof, bright little cube lights, um, crab clamps that fit on the ends of those arms, all with a big metal uh, tripod base, the, the Platypod Extreme. And they've put that together, and I can get you the link to that too. Um, uh, they didn't have that as a bundle the way that I utilize it all the time, so mm -hmm. I got them to make me a special one. It's not linked to on their website at all. If you go to platypod.com, you're, you're not going to see it. You're going to have to go to the show notes uh, at two hosers all and right that's where you'll find the link and uh it's it's an exclusive we have that technology to, to do that no that's what i appreciate it like a, sort of like a turnkey option um from somebody who knows what they're doing who's gone out and essentially what, what you've done i mean you've done all the uh the legwork ahead of time you've made you know made some mistakes learned from those and now it's basically i i would i i take it as like the bear here's what you need you don't need yeah. more than this. You might need more than this, but it's modular. You can always add to it if you like. Yeah, but I'm not I, I've spent way too much money on so many things that just didn't work out. Um, like the, the idea haircuts. I mentioned with the old projector lens shoved into the bellows, um, that's equivalent and possibly better than a Meyer Optic Trio Plan 100, which cost me $1,000, and I have buyer's remorse from that. Right. Um, and so there's there's easier ways to do things, but it's also nice when you just kind of you, you can press one button and get the whole kit. You don't have to do any guesswork because I'm the person that did all the frustrating testing and experimenting to figure out that that's what you need. All right, check that out. That's that's where I would start were I to, first of all, sign up for your, your uh, workshop. But if I want to get into that, that's where I'm going to start. I trust, I trust in Dawn. Well, uh, that can be dangerous, but thank you. Indeed. Okay. Uh, thanks a lot, Don. Make sure everyone uh, goes and checks that out. We appreciate that. We want to check back with you very soon, see what you're, uh, what you're up to. People should follow you on all the, the social what-have-yous, for example. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Flickr, Twitter. I love Flickr because it's just a really nice place to view high-quality images, mm -hmm. uh, and the highest-resolution files are always put there. So uh, you might want to check that out. 
And uh, if anybody's interested, I'm curious. Um, I'm planning this summer to do some scouting around Bulgaria uh, to do a 2024 or 2025 workshop that would be bookended with with macro stuff. And there's some botanical gardens near here, or even our own gardens are quite nice. Um, and then a seven-ish day tour around the country, visiting caves and waterfalls and mountaintops and some sites of cultural significance. Um, if there's interest in that, anybody listening to this, uh, reach out to me because I think I can make that happen. I think there'd be some some fun times to be had because not a lot of tours happen out here in Eastern Europe. That is off the beaten path for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, thank you, Alan. Check it out, doncom.ca. Is it still doncom.ca? Yes, but you can also go to doncom.bg. And it'll bring you to the same website. Hadn't even occurred to me. Okay, check that out and uh, talk to you soon. All right, talk to you then. And we're back. Bulgaria. Always good to hear from Don Kong. He he does he does carry the show. That's Even when funny. he's not on the show, he carries it. And his interview was your second worst of all time? No, no, no. This was okay. I actually had prepped this um in my head ahead of time. So uh this one was my, oh I forgot to mention on the one with with Roger not only was the interview bad the sound my sound is bad something went wrong with my sound and it's all clipped and awful okay so it's so good just, that just, you led with that interview first so that yeah, no one's yeah, yeah. listening by the time they yeah. get to Don's interview yeah for sure no I, I just just so everyone's <laughs> aware I'm actually I actually uh, I am fully aware that that audio was terrible it was, it was a system that I don't typically use uh, I had to use for some reason and didn't have time to tweak it, and it's awful. Won't be doing that again. It'll be mellifluous like 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 right now when when me and Adam talk. So right. Anyways, uh, like I said, go check out the uh, the links to to both the uh, in our show notes to both Don's macro photography workshop, and if you want to buy his macro package, there's a link there as well. Uh, that's challenge. Not cool. You don't have to. You don't have to call it that. His my oh, that's micro package. That's, that's what you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, no macro is actually, I think, technically uh, a good thing. A good thing. I think. I think you have to get really close and use a special lens to see it. Yeah, maybe. Okay. All right. I don't know. You're the doctor. <laughs> uh, uh, challenge for next month, for this month, sorry, challenge for this month is Shallow Depth of Field, brought to you by Frank Pang. Throw that on Instagram, hashtag Two Hosers Monthly Challenge, hashtag Hey Hosers, even better, do both of those things, and tag us at Two Hosers, and we'll check that out at the end of the month. Challenge for next week, Adam, I was inspired by, um, not my picture this week, because this was hard light, but I haven't done a good feathering the edge of a softbox in a while. Okay. Think you can manage that moments we'll before? See. We'll see. We'll like, see. What is what is what does Starburst look like being feathered into a, bo- a thing of water? Mm, we can only dream. <laughs> yeah, we'll never know because we'll yeah. do a much better job of feathering that edge of. Uh, I'm just just calling it edge feather, but uh, feather you know, the edge. Yeah. You know what we're talking about. Yeah, we'll sell yeah. you the whole seat, but you'll only feather the edge. Right. Websites, Adam, still not doing it. Good for you. Are you. Have you been posting on the Instagram? No. No. Gosh, no. No. 
No. On my personal one, me neither. Like, I think I posted something on, on Jan 1 and haven't since. So I'm, I'm assuming there's a bunch of sad people uh, yeah. waiting for something. But it's not coming. I, I, I honestly don't care about my own personal stuff right now. So there's that. Uh, my stuff you can check out at HoltzfellerWoodworking.com where there will be a new video uh, coming out in the next day or two. We have uh, my stuff at alanetridge.com, but the two of us at twohosers.com, where you can go to find all the links, the photos, everything we just talked about. And that's it. Until next week, get out there and make better photos. Mm-hmm.